following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on the Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on a Dorn Mayhew Thursday and each and every week. Well, we have one more week after today. All through the football season, we bring in Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office or worldwide headquarters are in Troy on the east side of the state. And we break down the Lions, talk about the NFC North, the NFL. We get together and every week has been almost... A joyous celebration where we just look ahead to the next game. Well, there aren't any more games, and Lomas is standing by. Josh is in studio, and Lomas, it's 24-7 Sunday night, or it would be Sunday afternoon out in Santa Clara. You're there with Dan Miller and the crew on the Lions Radio Network. Not what you're saying on air, but what are you thinking at halftime on Sunday when the Lions had a 24-7 lead over the Niners in the NFC Championship game. I swear, I'm not going to even lie to you. Still a little nervous when I walked out the booth because I I really couldn't believe the domination, just the domination that we had put on this team. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then I walked out to the concession and Kevin Harlan, who's doing the national broadcast, and this booth is right next to us, we interviewed him before the game, and he was just excited about it, the Lions. And he was out there, we were getting popcorn, and he was like, I can't believe it. The Lions are almost there. They're about to pull this off. And, you know, and I'm like, I'm like oh, my God, this thing is, all, is about to be reality. And then – you know, the second half happened, and it's just I'm still I ain't gonna I'm still trying to process the second half. I went back and uh, a couple of days ago I started watching the game. I only got through the middle of the third quarter and haven't watched the rest. But I, I was there. I witnessed it. I called it on radio, and I still don't understand what I seen in the second half of that game. I still can't explain it to you until I, I it's just it was just unbelievable and the last thing is that my wife told me her and her friend made their trip arrangements they went to uh made their uh Vegas uh plane arrangements and after halftime she had to cancel her ticket but she had made her tickets at, at halftime knowing that we were going so that's just some of my emotions that are still raw. Still you know, raw. Lomas, I was talking with Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network. We had pulled up the American Airlines app. I'm looking at flights thinking I'm going to get ahead of the curve because it's going to get even crazier afterwards. You know, we had plans set up, I think, with DraftKings to do at least a week of shows. We were going to be out there. It's 24-7. 
I'm at the garage bar in Ada watching it with buddies, and everybody, it, the, the euphoric feeling in that place at halftime, and I looked at everybody and I said, we are 30 minutes away <laughs> from the Super Bowl. 30 minutes, and I said, hey, this first drive is going to be very important by the Niners. And when they held them to a field goal, and then they're driving all the way down the field, Lomas, and I'm like converting, you know, Gibbs gets a first down, they're – they're eating clock. I, I, I'm watching the clock now. It's under 10. It's under 9. It's nearing 8. And they had a third and 5 before that fourth and 3 where St. Brown was the only back in the backfield. And there was a little yeah. oh, question in my mind, like, where is Montgomery between the tackles? Yes. Yes. Now, now yes. you're getting too cute, which has been, and I'm glad he's staying, but Ben Johnson, and even at times Campbell, when games get tight, they go away from what got them there. And, and again, I'm not piling on. It's greatest season in Lions history in my mind. But, boy, you, you run Montgomery. You, you were pounding and owning the Niners, their sidelines, the crowd. They were out of the game at halftime. And when they settled for the field goal and you're, you're driving again on them, you know, no. You you had if third and five. If you're planning to go for it, and you're Dan Campbell, you you if you're planning to go for it, then you run Montgomery between the tackles, or at least Gibbs to the outside edge where he was very successful when they had the lead, and, and then you're going to go for it on fourth and two. I mean, it's just, and I agree with going for it there because you look at the replay. Reynolds just tried to catch it with his forearms. If they get that catch, they're at the 21 of San Francisco, seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. They're going to get at least a field goal now on that drive. And if they get a touchdown and the Niners only scored three to start the second half and the Lions put on seven, I think it's game over. Oh, my God. And that's just two plays that you talked about. That's just two Mm. heart-wrenching plays. Huge. What about the the beautiful punt that Jack Fox put there and we didn't get the ball inside down, the ball inside the five? Mm. That field position, I'm telling you, you look at all the hidden field positions. So San Francisco play calling coming out different. You know, if we would have got that crucial play right there. Mm. You know, you talk about the sack on Jared Goff. When we went to the formation, when we had Panay Sewell, we moved him over and made him eligible. Therefore, we had to bring Dan Skipper in. And guess where Joey Bosa lined up over Dan Skipper? And I mean, before Jared could get back in this drop, he beat Dan so clean. That was a sack right there. That was a seven-yard loss. That changed the way, and that created mm. us not sustaining that drive and getting going. It's so many little things. Of course, you know the the ball hitting the face mask. It's so many little things that that really like we talked about going into this game. It's going to be every play. It's the little critical things that happen. Even even with the fumble, you know, with Jameer being misaligned. And when you talk about being misaligned, that probably was a couple of inches. 
you know, or so that he was misaligned and stuff. So things like that. And he never had security that ball. Even when Jared Goff handed it off to him, he was still trying to secure the ball when he got hit. So just little, little things like that, man, can be huge yeah. in games like that. Man, you know, so much for us having this emotional therapy session. Uh, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew also joining us. And Josh, as we go through our seven days of denial, stages of football, grief, whatever we want to call it, as we get to Thursday now, uh, four days removed from the game, what, what still sticks with you on if we only did this? I guess it's a group of everything you just said all those little plays Lomas was running through brought back the bad memories and so depression Lomas is supposed to be Pete positive to start this conversation (laughs) (laughs) well that's certainly not the case (laughs) Uh, anybody listening we'll be sending out audio copies on the huge show Facebook and Twitter pages you can play this to really pump you up (laughs) yeah lift your lion spirits one thing if they do this over that you think the one thing Josh, that it's a different outcome. And right now we have Lomas on and he's got his Elvis Presley going Viva Las Vegas. And we're <laughs> on our way out there. Uh, one thing different. I think one thing different is take the points when you can take the points. Um, yeah. And I know that yeah. goes against everything that our coach had, had done all season. Yeah, but this was a playoff. This it wasn't a regular season. This game. is a championship no, game. No. And it's, it's, yeah. uh, I think it's a, th- this is a game of inches as we've talked about before. And if you can take the points, take the points. I think that's the one thing I would say that you should do different. If you're in field goal range, kick it and take the points. Well, he took the points at halftime and then throw to the end zone and because he, he wanted the three score lead. So you don't want the three score lead again, the first go around, which as Reynolds said, he tried to catch it and blank happens. Uh, and then the 27-24, though, Lomas and Josh, and I'll start with you, Josh. When it was 27-24 and your team's reeling, they needed that field goal try to give the team some life, in they, my mind. They did. The momentum shifted. And, and it already shifted. It, it, yeah, long ago it shifted, but you felt the crowd back in the game. You felt the 49ers engine going, and, and, and you really needed that to settle that down a little bit and tie the game and, and try to – Because they went to, down and scored anyways when you missed the fourth down, so you can do the math on, okay, if you – you know, they still were up 10, and then the Lions found a way to still get it in the end zone, even though they took that timeout that cost them 40 seconds. Uh, Lomas – uh, well, the second, the second fourth down try that Josh just talked about—that that's the one that sticks with me. Where, yeah, it's a forty-eight yarder, but you know what? You got rid of Patterson. You brought Badgley on. I think he hit a fifty-three yarder against the Rams. I know that's indoors, but you got to at least give that a shot, in my mind. Yeah, my thing—I would have took the points too if I got that opportunity. But again, you know, I'm, I'm, now you got me looking at the little things. And what was the most glaring, one of the most glaring things to me in that second half was, again, our tackling. I I mean, our tackling cost us a lot of yardage, kept kept a lot of drives going. And I know that's going to be one thing that Dan and them look at. You know, when you look at this film over and over again, that's going to be one little thing that dropped out. We missed more tackles 
in that game than we missed all year long. All year long. That was the one game we missed the most tackles in. I think it was like 16 tackles that we missed in that game. And it comes back, and again, it don't seem like it's big things there, but it adds up when you when he could break a tackle and get a first down rather than stopping them from getting that first down. Or he gets a few extra yards to set up that first down. So that was something that's kind of underlying that really hurt us in the second half, too, when you talk about everything else that we've talked about. Josh Garvey, he is a managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew, joining us in studio each and every Thursday. We have one Thursday left next week. Lomas Brown has joined us all football season. It's been fantastic conversation uh, today. Uh, this broadcast will be there for everybody who's going through a bad day and you just want to make it worse. Listen to us. <laughs> you know, I, here's what I don't understand. Okay. And I, I really, where coaches can outthink themselves. Okay. And let's remember Johnson, Campbell on the coaching clock, they're still young, right? Aaron Glenn is a coordinator and I'm glad they're both staying now, not getting NFL openings. But you, you had what was working like crazy in the first half. How do you not follow that same script the entire second half, at least up until when you're down double digits? I can see you got to throw uh, the playbook out the window. But how do you not come right back, same formations, what you've done, pound the ball, uh, eat the clock, get them worried? Lomas, how, how do you not why, – why such a big difference, which you mentioned, from first half to second half for the Lions? Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, we dominated. Like I say, huge. I, I Going into that game, I thought that we would have problems in the interior of the line. Y'all remember me saying that because Frank was hobbled. You got Coyote, uh, you know, a young guy over at the left guard, and then you got Graham Glasgow. You know, I thought our strength was at our tackle position. But, man, the way we were surging them off the line. I mean, we pads low, surging. You know what I'm talking about, Huge, because your son, you know what I'm saying? When when you're getting a surge on the guy, and they were moving them guys out of there. And you talking about uh, Eric Armstead. You talking about uh, Hargrove, uh, the free agent they got from Philadelphia. You talking about two guys that were very good all year long that formed probably the best D-line in the NFL, and we were surging up. David was gashing them, and like I say, for us, a, a great point of why did, why did we go away from that? I mean, until they stopped that. Now, the one thing they started doing better, too, in the second half that I took – they start tackling better in the in the second half, but again, I think we only ran the ball maybe like seven times in the second half. So you know we didn't have that opportunity that I felt to continue to let them big boys, our big boys, eat up front. And I'm telling you, once that momentum go away, once you get away from that run game and you can't get back to that run game like you did, it's very hard getting back to it later on in the game. So yeah. I know that's something that they're going to look at during all season and say, why, why, why? Everybody's asking the question of why today, including the coaching staff, everybody. We're asking why fans are, everybody is today. Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network. 
Joins us every Thursday, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms, world headquarters in Troy, Michigan. Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder. He runs a GR office, also joining us in studio. Yeah, we can look back now. I get the games behind us, Josh. But to me, you were 30 minutes away from a Super Bowl, not only just getting there and winning the NFC, something the Lions haven't done in the modern era, but it would have been a Kansas City team you already beat at Arrowhead. Granted, both teams aren't similar, but the Lions are a much better offensive team than they were in Kansas City. This is what stings and will sting for a long time. Absolutely. We were there, and it's just a hard, hard letdown. Um, we had them. We really did. And mm. all these questions we ask. Um, just bringing back the memories. It's yeah. really, it's like we're going through old girlfriends, and we're all just talking <laughs> about girls <laughs> we loved who just curbsided us. I thought, you know, halfway through the relationship, it was perfect. <laughs> and in the second half, you became someone I didn't know. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, it is. I, I'm telling you. I any any time I've talked about the Lions this week, I borderline feel like I'm a hostage and I'm having to read like it is time to talk about the Lions on the huge yeah. show because it hurts, man. Because you know if they would have lost forty two ten and never were in that game, I'm like great season one two playoff games got the home game at Ford Field, I'm happy. But to give us that domination, as Lomas mentioned. The domination in the first half. Every fan wanted that their entire life rooting for the Lions. It was what they did to the Cowboys at the Silver Dome, and then they turned around and laid an egg. At least they didn't do it. The second half egg was there, but uh, Lomas, I, I know I know Campbell sent the message right afterwards. Hey, guys, I don't know if we're ever going to get back. It's tough to get their schedule. It'll be tougher. You're going to be the hunted, which – I kind of thought, Lomas, and I've said this all week, he sent the message for the offseason to the Lions right after that game. Yeah, I, oh, absolutely he did. And that, that's that's the brilliance of Dan Campbell. And also what he set up is that we know what he's told them guys in the locker room is that we everything has to go through Detroit next year. So the NFC championship game needs to go through Detroit. They've seen, the nation has seen what an advantage we have at Ford Field and what an advantage Ford Field can be. So Dan has pumped this in them that, hey, everything next year got to, like it went through San Fran this year, it's got to go through Detroit, go through Ford Field. So that's going to be the message. So that's already letting you know that you got to win the division. You got to win the playoff games. You know, you want to be the number one seed, so you got to win the division, dominate, and like you said, you go in as the number one seed. Everything goes through Detroit. You know you're going to the Super Bowl, and he knows that. So, mm. yeah, it's been established, believe me. Uh, Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network. I really thought this was going to be therapeutic. 
Instead, I'm, I got my lion's headache back. I'll have to go get a bottle of Advil and eat them like they're Skittles. <laughs> it's a little Honolulu blue. Oh, yeah, a little Honolulu blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe some flying aces, uh, peach whiskey or cinnamon. I might throw that in. I'd, oh, my Lord. Yeah. Let's look at the future. I know. Let's look at the we, future. You know what? Next week, well, that's what we'll do in our final segment yeah. here presented yeah. by Dorn Mayhew. Yeah. Next week, we'll look ahead to the off season. Draft in Detroit, uh, what yeah. they need. They already had two pieces of good news at Glenn and Johnson. You're going to have continuity uh, with the Absolutely. coaching staff, which is big, right? And, and we'll, Absolutely. We'll get to that next week, Lomas. We all need more time to recover. I don't even know if I can watch the game. I'm, I, might, I might have you come up, uh, and maybe we can get the Lomas Lions golf cart from Impact Power Sports. I'm thinking about doing a – Puppy Bowl watch party at Chow Hound or PetSmart, <laughs> and the puppies have to wear Lions and Ravens jerseys, opposite teams that lost, and and we might watch that game and, uh, you know, do uh, the Puppy Bowl because if I look at the Niners, there, there's two things about looking at the Niners, and it's back-to-back games. First, how Green Bay blew giving the Lions home field advantage in the NFC Championship game and how the Lions blew that second half. Yeah. In San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then Kansas City was a team. I know Mahomes is the man and Kelsey. and oh. But they're beatable, man. You know, Baltimore was just so bad at home. Yeah. They're beatable. And the Lions not only could have gotten to the Super Bowl, but they could have left Vegas world champions. Mm. By the way, mm. the huge motivational tour with Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey <laughs> from Dorn Mayhew, and the huge show. We're coming to a city near you. I'm looking at some of our first stops. Uh, Houghton, Michigan. What up, H-Town? Uh, Petoskey, we'll give you details soon. If you're down on the Lions, we're going to bring happiness all across Michigan. <laughs> and if you believe that tour is coming anytime soon, then maybe you yeah. think the Lions we held on and won that game. We need a little bit more time. Everybody uh, does. Like you uh, say, everybody uh, needs a little uh, bit more. This is stinging. It's right uh, now. It's stinging. It, yeah, oh Feels like I'm yeah. impaled with... Yeah, I'm <laughs> and I'm gonna need surgery. Oh my god! I mean, I'm singing. Josh, he said impaled. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, yeah, I did. All right, it's getting sad over here. It is sad, man. Sad. We need like you know, high, we need some you know, like Kenny G right now playing or something. <laughs> the future is bright. Okay? Oh, the, the future is bright. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 hold on. Here, here comes Newt Rockney of Dorn Mayhew right now. <laughs> hey, future is bright, Bill. Here. Like when I go to Lomas, hey, let's walk him in the former line. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Lomas, we'll talk next Thursday in our season finale presented by Dorn May, who Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, runs the GR office. Good stuff as always. Thank you, Lomas. All right, take care. All right, and, and Josh Garvey, Dorn May, who one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, world headquarters in Troy, Michigan. Josh runs a GR office. Solid stuff. And next week, we'll put the past behind us and look ahead. That sounds good. We'll uplift some spirits over here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Josh. (laughs) Thank you. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. 
It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Detroit Pistons fell last night 128-121 to on the road in Cleveland. The Cavs led by Donovan Mitchell's 45-point bonanza. Newcomer Danilo Gallinari led the Stones with 20 points on 6-8 of eight from the field. And speaking of Gallinari, who came over with Mike Muscala in the deal that sent Isaiah Livers and Marvin Bagley to Washington, since that trade, Detroit is 3-5 and five and has played some better basketball. A lot more competitive without those massive blowout losses in any of those games that they've dropped. Some veteran shooting and a veteran presence in the locker room helps. But for a team that is 6-41, the writing is already on the wall this season. Congratulations, by the way, to center Jalen Duran and shooting guard Jaden Ivey, who were selected at the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend Rising Stars game, the only Pistons to make the game in both years. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right, we'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the Huge Show across Michigan. Senior Bowl is happening this weekend, and Senior Bowl workouts all week long down in Mobile, Alabama. David Gregory is a certified NFL PA sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. He's based in West Michigan, and he joins us uh, from Mobile. How you doing, David? Hey, greetings. Uh, greetings huge. I'm here at 65 and sunny, and Mardi Gras is about to start. Uh, sounds like a good time. Uh, Roman Wilson stood out early. I, I read something. I think it was Risden at the Lions Wire that he has left. Do some of these guys go through the workouts and they don't want to play in the game to avoid injury? Is that how it works? Yeah, I think uh, that's quite common as guys will get uh, a couple of days of practice in and then uh, they won't participate in the game or, and they might not even do practice today on day three. And we've had uh, uh, guys like that, like uh, Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma had such a standout Tuesday and Wednesday. He's done for the week. Uh, who are some of the guys that possibly could be future lions? That would be end of the first round. I think the lions will be picking 29. I know they have four picks in the first three rounds so that, you know, the late, late first, second round, third round, fourth round type of picks, uh, edge, cornerbacks, uh, guys who are creating a buzz down there at the senior bowl workouts. Well, from the edge position, Darius Robertson from Missouri has been a real standout. He's uh, He can play interior or edge, and he's he's generated a lot of buzz this week. Um, another edge player would be, uh, Latu from UCLA, but he'll be long gone by the time the Lions pick. There's an interesting, there's an interesting edge player from Houston Christian named 
Jalex Hunt, uh, who used to be a safety. He's six foot three, two fifty, and he's very fast. Uh, I don't know that he's a first round prospect, but he certainly is an interesting edge prospect. And a day two, or maybe day three prospect would be Western Michigan edge player Marshawn Neeland. Uh, he he's one of the faster defensive linemen here. He's uh, I think really improved his standing. And those are some of the uh, potential edge players, standout players that I've seen here so far this week. All right, what about uh, cornerbacks? Uh, you know, the Lions, again, if it's late first round, if it's trading up, if it's using later round picks, they definitely need help in the secondary. I don't know if they'll spend big money uh, on a free agent shutdown corner. Uh, who are some of the names at corner uh, down in Mobile, Alabama, that people are talking about this week? Well, the best player here is probably Quinn, Quinion Mitchell from Toledo, where he's arguably the best player here. He's just had a standout week, and I think he's gone from maybe, maybe the back end of the first round to earlier in the first round. He's been truly outstanding. Uh, there are two corners I liked uh, potentially for Detroit. That'd be Kyrie Jackson from Oregon and um, Cam Hart from Notre Dame. They're longer corners. They're 6'1 and above. Uh, play physical, great cover skills. And if they want to look for more of a shorter, faster corner, uh, probably the fastest corner down here has been Carlton Johnson from Fresno State. Those are some names that jumped out to me. Yeah, David Gregory, he is a certified NFL PA sports agent, lawyer by trade, one of our uh, sports legal insiders from Bull Rush Sports. He's based in West Michigan. And I know it's draft season now, and the workouts and Senior Bowl begins at East-West Shrine game. Uh, your roster, uh, it says something about Bull Rush Sports, uh, yourself, your credibility. Your roster has grown immensely here in the last month or so. Yeah, I, thanks a lot, Huge. We've got seven players under contract for this uh, draft class. We're, we're excited about each and every one of them. I think the overall quality of our draft class is, is very high this year. And I'm glad to run through a couple of our offensive linemen are Marcellus Anderson. He's a guard from UMass. He was a college football network uh, first team all independent this year. He was at CGS, and he was a transfer from Saginaw Valley. Uh, we also have John O'Brien. He was the right tackle on the two-time national champion FCS South Dakota State team that had an outstanding offensive line. He transferred from Bowling Green, and he's originally from Charlotte, Michigan, near Lansing. Also got Cole Spencer, a guard from Texas Tech, who was on the preseason uh, Outland Trophy watch list. Also have Division Three Consensus All-American Michael Batoya from University of Wisconsin-La Crosse. Another small school guy, kind of like Jake Witt, uh, that we had last year. But he's a, he has a wrestling background. He was at the CGS All-Star Game in Fort Worth. And uh, those are a couple of the offensive linemen. Uh, on the defensive line, we have John McMullen from University of West Florida, uh, Division II school down south here, but he transferred from Northern Michigan University. He was a first-team All-American D2, and he was the Gulf South Conference Player of the Year last year, uh, one of the sack leaders in Division II. In fact, I was just talking to the New England Patriots about John. Uh, also have uh, Larray Oladipo. He's a defensive line and edge player from Ferris State, two-time national champion, two-time academic All-American, uh, was kind of Caleb Murphy's wingman, Last year on that Ferris State squad that won it all, he's training down in Nashville, and he's actually staying with his best friend and former teammate, Caleb Murphy, who's now with the Tennessee Titans. I uh, also have uh, one cornerback. I usually have linemen, uh, but I have uh, a cornerback named Tavion McCarthy. 
Uh, Tavion is at Mercer. Uh, that's an FCS school that made the playoffs this year. He transferred from Northern Michigan University. And we just posted a video of him, I think, earlier in the week where he did a two-step vertical over 50 inches. Uh, I think his vertical will be oh, well over 40 inches, and he may run a sub 4440, and he'll really open up some eyes at, at his pro day. And, uh, again, Mercer will have a lot of scouts there uh, because they've got a couple outstanding wide receiver prospects as well. David Gregory, he is a certified NFL PA sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. You can follow them on Twitter. He's based in West Michigan, and his roster continues to grow because he's just a good dude and he knows what he's doing. Bull Rush Sports, uh, follow them on Twitter. Joining us from the Senior Bowl workouts down in Mobile, Alabama. We'll get you in studio when we get closer uh, to the Combine or if anything breaks, connected to sports and the legal side of things. David, thank you for your time. Enjoy 65 and sunny and Mardi Gras down in Mobile, Alabama. Thanks a lot, Hughes. We'll talk to you soon. All right, David Gregory checking in on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest line. Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown. It's time to talk about Impact Power Sports, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart destination on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And people are coming from everywhere to see the Lomas Lions Yamaha golf cart. And Lomas, I know you love this cart. Oh, my goodness, man. Look, everybody, like you say, is a showstopper. Everybody walks by, they stop, they look at it, it's outfitted with the Lions logos everywhere on it. It's Lions colors. It's made for a big fella like me. Hey, it's all it's all it's cracked up to be huge. Now, Drew told me, Lomas, that they sold six custom Lomas Brown Lions golf carts in three days at the recent Grand Rapids RV show, and he said the Lions Nation going crazy over this cart. Anybody can get the Lions cart uh, made exactly like Lomas, custom designed by Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, north of GR, but they service uh, the entire state. And Lomas, there'll be a couple chances coming up for the fans to meet you and myself at Outdoor Rama in Detroit. At the Suburban Collection Showplace, we'll be back there. That will be the weekend of February 22nd through the 25th and the Ultimate Outdoor Show in Grand Rapids, March 7th through the 10th. And you'll be there for a time that we'll announce at a later date at the Impact Power Sports booth. So those are pretty cool situations. And what I love, Lomas, is how you interact with all the people that come up to you. Well, it's fun. I mean, it's fun interacting with the people what they're coming to see is that cart. I'm just, I just happen to be standing next to it, but that cart drives their attention there, and we're having fun, man. It's been a great year with the Lions, and it's just been a ride. It just really has been this year. Yeah, you can find out more about those Yamaha golf carts and getting your own custom golf cart for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, uh, for the golf club. Uh, just stop by and see Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They service the entire state or look for them on Facebook. And also Impact Power Sports is the largest Avaton e-bike dealer in West Michigan. All models are available. Find out more at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford or look for Drew and the crew and Impact Power Sports on Facebook. They love Lomas. We love Lomas. Lomas, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, my good man. 
everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Don't miss shopping this week at Meyer. This Saturday only, get 10% off Meyer brand gift cards with Mperks. Clip in the app today. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills cereal or Dan and yogurt and more. Shop and save even more this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they have a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook is inviting new customers to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, you can get in on the same game parlays. Everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets for Super Bowl 58. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Sign up with code HUGE to take advantage of this super offer. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment here on a Thursday broadcast on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes. Our executive producer and our friends from Purple Community, a huge part of the mission of Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. They are looking to change and help and save lives uh, each and every day. Lene Satterley is joining us. Also, Danielle uh, Bozio from Southside Ice Arena. Hockey fights cancer February 9th through the 11th. Uh, is an annual event and a huge fundraiser and brings a ton of awareness for Purple Community and Van Andel Institute. Uh, Danielle and Lene are joining us. How are you doing, ladies? Great, thank you. How are you? Good. Uh, Danielle, we'll start with you. Uh, For somebody listening who's never been to a Hockey Fights Cancer Weekend at Southside Ice Arena, it's happening February 9th through the 11th. Explain what's going on. Yes, we... Uh, partner with the Purple Community and our Fox Motors Hockey Club here in Byron Center, Michigan. 
They are a three-tiered hockey club with house teams, travel, and tier one teams for boys and girls. So this year we have a total of 30 teams and 485 players in our program. And we get together each month of February to fundraise for this annual event. And what our teams do is they play a special Hockey Fights Cancer game where they recognize people in their lives who have been affected by cancer. And they have special purple jerseys with the names of those they are skating for in honor or in memory. And we take the weekend to come together beyond hockey and and really recognize the impact that it has on our communities and a fundraise for all the great research that the Van Andel Institute does. And that is February 9th through the 11th at Southside Ice Arena in Byron Center in the Grand Rapids area. For those of you listening on 96 on the game, our flagship station, or uh, if you're coming from all across the state, Southside Ice Arena Hockey Fights Cancer Weekend, February 9th through the 11th, and Lene Satterley, good friend of the show. We talk a lot about the Purple community and events that are growing connected to hockey, sports. Uh, you got a 5K, golf tournaments, and more. Uh, Lene, for somebody listening, a group that wants to start their own purple event uh what's the easiest path the easiest path is just to go to vai.org and contact us or they can just email um purplecommunity.org or vai at purplecommunity.org and send us an email with some information or they can give a call and get referred to one of us and we can call them back if they'd rather have a phone conversation and Lene, uh, i will say that the hockey fights cancer weekend at Southside. Uh, it began as one of the staple events for the Purple community. It's grown every year. It truly defines the mission of Van Andel Institute and what you and the rest of the Purple community are doing. Absolutely. They are just a powerhouse fundraiser, and we are just blown away by the work that these ladies put in to organize this hockey weekend, as well as all the support of the parents of the players and the teams and those attending the games, they put together a fabulous silent auction. Um, they, you know, like Danielle said, they play in honor of people, and people just come out and donate. And as of just a few minutes ago, uh, the total already raised for this event is over $24,000. Wow. Uh, Hockey Fights Cancer Weekend, Southside Ice Arena in Byron Center, here on the west side of the state, February 9th through the 11th. And Danielle Bozio is part of the group there organizing this event so somebody listening just wants to stop out show up what time does everything begin on february 9th and when does it end on the 11th yes we have games starting as early as 8 a.m all the way to um on saturday excuse me 8 a.m on saturday and um we have some games friday night but our big big event is on Sunday at 3 to 5.30, so you can still get home in time for the Super Bowl. But um, it's our all-star game where we have our hockey coaches, um, who many of them are former pro and semi-pro players. They come out and they play the our 16 midget major team. And, and it's an exciting event where where both teams come together and their coaches get to play against their players, and it's really fun. So we have that at 3 o'clock 
here on Sunday. Um, but you're welcome starting fr- Friday at 5 o'clock. You can come out and check out our awesome auction baskets. Like Lene said, our team's put together amazing baskets. They blow me away every year with what they come up with. We're so thankful to local businesses and sponsors that donate. So you can come see those in person anytime throughout the weekend. That will be February 9th through Sunday the 11th at Southside Ice Arena. Empire and Center right. Hockey Fights Cancer uh, Weekend. And, yeah, I don't think uh, people are going to be rushing uh, home to watch the Super Bowl, seeing that the Lions aren't in it after leading 24-7. to uh-huh. I'm not going to revisit that game. This is a this is a really good event. And, and I'll save that commentary for other parts of the show. That's great, yes. We're excited. We also will have Ollie's Donuts and Patty Matters food trucks here throughout the weekend. So the whole community really gets involved. It's it's fun to see. And Lene Satterley from Purple Community VAI mentioned if you're a business, if you're a school, if you're a a sports club team, you want to look into hosting your own Purple event, simple and easy. Just Google Purple Community uh, VAI uh, dot org and more. Uh, Lene, always good to hear yeah, your voice. They can they can email directly to purplecommunity at vai.org, too. Look at that. Lene is always on top of it. Purplecommunity at vai.org. Daniel Bozio, uh, good luck with your event February 9th through the 11th at Southside Ice Arena in Byron Center. Hockey fights cancer. A lot of meaning on and off the ice. And Lene, as always, appreciate your work with the Purple Community. Thank you, Bill. Always good to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. Big. Bad. Huge.